Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Hey group chat, I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another, oh my God, you hear my mother in the background, another episode of Black Girls Texting. It's me, Shade, talking over my mother as she leads a yoga class on Zoom. Charles Pinky's here as well as the Bed-Stuy brat. How's it going? What's poppin'? Hi. This is the podcaster life when you decide to go back and stay home with your parents. You got to work around their schedule. So I apologize for any background noise, but what it do, ladies? How are things going? Everything is pretty grand. I had a cute weekend. Got a little lit. It's a little too much, but here we are. Oh, yeah. Nothing crazy. It's like fun, but in people's homes, not out. Yes. Yes. Okay. You left the home. That's yes. what out means for you. You <laughs> left, went outside. I did. I did. Oh my gosh. On red or reply. So what? What's your red or reply? Is is any of that in there? Not, not, not in that. Um, y'all, this is so random. I'm replying to hot dentists. I have this thing where I think that dentists are hot. I've always been attracted to my dentist. Does nobody? Relate to this? No, you've never had that. This is an old Russian woman, so I don't know. Old Russian woman, (laughs) like a Jewish dentist. They're just so they. I just think they're just so attractive. They're so kind. They're always making you feel very comfortable. I'm in the midst of doing this Invisalign work right now, and I don't know. I just like look forward to going to see my dentist all the time. I just think dentists are fucking hotties. So I'm replying to hot dentists. Okay, I'm into it. It's a great profession. You know, the bag also. The bag. I'm always hoping that like I can meet a single one. Maybe something will happen. We'll like, something will spark up while I'm sitting in the chair. You know, it hasn't happened yet. I'm pretty sure (laughs) out of all doctors, dentists have like the highest suicide rate. What? What? Why do you know that fact? Because like I had, I have a friend who's in medical school and like no one wants to be a dentist apparently. I don't know. Everyone wants to be like a dermatologist. Oh, yes. Well, that would be the ideal husband. We had to talk about that offline. Imagine your dermatologist husband giving you a chemical peel just casually, like on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Sprinkling some fillers into your cheekbones. A dream. (laughs) And leaving on reds for me this week, I am... Mm. I don't really have anything to leave on red this week. I don't know. I'm not really tapped in. Nothing's really pissing me off. What about y'all? That's good. That's always nice to have a red-free week. Okay, I am... I'll start off with my on red. I'm leaving gym walk on red. I've been going to the gym consistently, and I stand up, and my vagina is soaking wet. There is a triangle of sweat on my vagina. Who is Jim Wop? I thought it was like some was white man. Man, man politician. <laughs> I was like, oh God, what did he Damn, do? Damn, he must be from the deep south, Jim Wop. 
<laughs> it's literally humiliation. I'm like, why is this the place that I sweat? It's like my vagina is just wet. Um, so yeah, that's it's really embarrassing. Um, so I'm leaving Jim Wop on red and <laughs> I'm I, still laughing. <laughs> I am replying to gospel music. So if you haven't already seen Kirk Franklin's Tiny Desk, it was fire. I'm sad that it was only 15 minutes, like four songs, but like, whoo, I needed that. I was on the treadmill and I was watching it as I was doing my like 12, 3.30. And I literally started crying. It was so crazy. But like, mm. shout out to gospel music. Shout out to, yeah, all of that. It was needed. So yeah. come on, spirit on the tread. Also, Love it's it. great for working out because it really pushes you. I'm like, damn, the Lord gave me legs. Let me use them. Keep going. Keep <laughs> like, going. I give you the strength. Da-da-da-da. And you're like, yeah. 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 It's really great to work out. So I would suggest gospel music for the gym. That tiny desk was fire. It was so good here for that. Well, um, now that I know Jim Wap is not a Jim Crow South politician, uh, that feels really good because I was like, what did he do? Um, That's amazing. (laughs) Um, I, too, can't complain too much this week. I'm going to give the government the side eye for the bombing in Syria. Side eye. Moving on. Um, I think I'm going to leave adulting on red, which I've probably talked about in the past, but I've been in Florida for the past month or so really living the dream. You know, I'm like, mom, we make pancakes. Granted, she makes the batter and then she makes me make the pancake because she's like, I'm not your assistant. I'm not your housekeeper. So I'm like, sis, I asked you to make pancakes. And then you were like, okay, bet you made the batter. And then I'm smelling bacon and pancakes and there's strawberries being cut up. And I'm like, oh, cool. I walk in, pick up the plate. She's like, that's not yours. That's mine. Got Go make the pancakes. Right. So I was like, okay, you know what? Keep me, keep me together. A Leo needs it. Um, but when I go home, I go back to being landlord and I'm already getting texts from my tenants, a.k.a. the people who just live in my home that are my friends talk about you. This needs to be fixed. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, so I have to get that done. I have to like reupholster chairs, like fix my shed. Like what? Like I need to secure uh. the bag because someone needs to be doing all of that for me. Like I imagine very wealthy people just call someone and they're like, hey, Sandra, the shed, can it be taken care of? Like I got to be Sandra. And I got to fix the shed yourself. No, 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 no. You have to make the call. Sandra coordinates Mm. with with, you know, Samuel, who is the shed man, you know, like there's just like a a line of (laughs) like somebody's taking care of it. Um, So I'm going to leave that on red. It's just a bit too much. Um, And I'm going to reply to all the love we are receiving from old listeners, new listeners. Um, It really is very touching. I have to say it makes a thug cry. Um, It has been a long journey for your girls. We'll be three in May. Um, And it's a lot of work. But like when you guys DM us or you leave reviews or you do whatever, it, it means a lot. Like somebody DM me on my personal, which I'm like, oh. They're starting to find me. And I was like, <laughs> I love your podcast. And I was like, oh my God, like this is so sweet. So I'm going to plug real quick. Please continue share with your friends, comment, like, subscribe, leave reviews and all that good stuff. But um, loving the love. So appreciate y'all. Now, the question of the week, is anyone's hotline bling? Because mine sure is. It is. It is. It is. It's going boop, 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 boop. 
<laughs> we still haven't figured out the rhythm. I know the rhythm. You don't know the rhythm. <laughs> like, Girl, what? It's an iconic song. What's okay. going down? Summertime plans, which I'm like, is this a thing? Like, is this going to happen? And I'm very type A, you know, Enneagram seven, but I lean high up on the three and I want to know like what's going on. So I have two weddings. I have multiple 30th birthdays. I'm planning one of my best friend's 30th birthdays. And I'm like, is summer real? Like, are these weddings happening? Because I'm over here like, oh, what is my hair going to look like? I need a dress. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then at the same time, I'm like, can I even go to a wedding? It's very stressful. Um, and my phone is blowing up. There's many group chats. There's there's slews of group chats. There's breakoffs of group chats. And I am a little stressed from my hotline. Blicketing, blinging. But yo, yeah. this summer feels like it's about to be cracking. I'm feeling it. The weather's starting to get cute in New York and like the energy is changing. Like the uncles already came out on my block. I don't know if you remember them. I don't, Shade, when you were staying with me when we were in quarantine, there's some uncles that stand right across the street in front of this school. And they, I love them. Yeah. I asked them to play music for me. Oh, right. Exactly. I make DJ requests. They were out this weekend. So it's like, you know, it's summer. Summer's here when the uncles come out. The snow is melting. It's it's good. It's good. I have a good feeling. I have a good feeling. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. So this week, our black girl doing shit is Nina Parker. Nina Parker is the extraordinary host of E's Nightly Pop and dating No Filter. She can be seen appearing on E's Daily Pop and E Live from the Red Carpet. When she moved to LA, she assisted with the growth of TMZ, serving as talent, producer, and weekend manager of the website Turn Television Show that we all know. Uh, Nina has served as an entertainment news correspondent for The Insider, um, host of the Love and Hip Hop reunion shows. The best. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Parker has, Nina has made numerous television appearances as a pop culture expert on popular shows like The Wendy Williams Show, um, The Talk, and Access Live. So welcome, Nina. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. A true true Black girl doing shit. That's what we (laughs) coin all the Black women who come on the show who are killing the game. Yes, yes. You know, I'm trying to represent daily. I love it. Every time I turn on E, I'm like, I know I can see Nina. (laughs) I'm obsessed. Finally. I'm I'm trying to do everything on there. Y'all might see my ass on the Kardashians one day. I don't know. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I hope so. Wait, speaking of which, uh, Kendall just announced that she's like making a tequila. Did you all hear about that? I have not. Yes. It's breaking like, news. That's like the thing now. Everybody's alcohol is like the new mm-hmm. the new waist trainer. Yeah. <laughs> I want to grow up. Um, but I have a quick, quick game. It's called Blocked or Blessed. Um, obviously, if you get a text and you block it, you're not here for it. Um, and if you're if you're blessing it, you are here for it. Okay. So the first one is blocked or blessed. Be Simone slash Block. Kevin Samuels. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love the spice. <laughs> I, I don't know her personally. I can't speak on what kind of woman she is. I feel like um, I don't know how authentic her messages are or if they're just too troll to get attention because you know I feel like in the beginning it was like these mixed signals and people were kind of you know taking some of her stuff and running with it and you know she she got belted the bad hand now I feel like she's kind of playing into that like you know there are certain people who play into like the troll role for attention I think she probably means it but it just feels like 
I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. I, I mean, I'm I'm not here for ever telling women that their standards are too high. I'm a girl's girl, so Ooh. you know, uh, I I'm not gonna tell a woman, you know, that she shouldn't want the best from her partner because we know that women give a lot more in relationships traditionally than men do. So I'm not gonna tell a woman if she's you know in school working part time that she can't you know want to have a man who has his shit together. I'm not here for that. Agreed. And right. so you, Mr. Kevin. <laughs> Do you know who Kevin Samuels is, Nina? Um, I don't know if I... Wait, no, I don't know. Oh, good. You're not missing Please, I'm going to say, we need to stop giving this man airtime. It really needs to stop. It's just yeah, mind-boggling. I, I know who he is. <laughs> he says crazy things, but yeah, forget him. Um, Okay, Blocked or Blessed, hosting Love and Hip Hop Reunions. Um, Blessed, Blessed. Uh, You know, it was a, a huge blessing. It. I am retired from that, so... <laughs> It has been blocked out of my life, but it, you know, was <laughs> <laughs> it was a blessing for many, many years. So I, you know, I definitely um, appreciate the, the, you know, the exposure that it gave, the coin I got from it, the love I got mm-hmm. from it. Like, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate the, the, the hand that it extended to me at the time. It just, you know, something I eventually grew out of. Can you share like your favorite or maybe least favorite moment from when you were hosting those reunions? Oh. <laughs> say my least favorite thing was just the shooting schedule uh we shot you know I would get I would get in you know like eight in the morning and get hair and makeup done and we you know hit set around 12 p.m and I think we would film to like two in the morning Lord. straight oh <laughs> you know so it was you know I, I think maybe you know have a potty break here and there maybe grab like a quick bite to eat for 30 minutes but for the most part we filmed straight through so it was a really long day so that was probably like just the the hardest part is like you know it's not filmed over several days it's like one straight shot so people are exhausted they're irritable you know so that that's not always fun yeah mm-hmm. that explains why tensions are high right i know i'm like mm. what was the reason <laughs> exactly <laughs> wait did y'all hear that the claremont twins are going to be on love and hip-hop hollywood i'm high. i'm here for it oh really oh here okay for good for them. tuning in <laughs> <laughs> um okay calling thick women or plus size women brave quote unquote when they oh. wear a bikini to the pool or the beach blocked yeah it's blocked. very weird I'm like what yeah else it's really it's just you know I I really don't like the whole like oh you have so much confidence or you know what I mean like it's they're, they're wearing a bathing suit just like everybody else if you've been on vacation you see like and I feel like that's I mean I guess it's it transcends race but I often feel like it's applied to black women because if you've been on vacation especially out of the country women of all shapes and sizes are in bikinis like out there like they okay. make you feel more comfortable like they be you know a stomach out everything I, I feel like in America it's just kind of like a weird thing where if a woman is a certain size it, it's it's odd that she's you know loving on herself or dressing in something that's you know not covering her entire body so for sure uh, I'm blocking that especially because these men love it they eat it up so I'm just like you know everybody's pretending like it's you know like it's taboo it's really not it's not um they also do that when black women like wear their natural hair they're like oh that's so brave yes like, that shit is annoying. <laughs> How can it say? Wow, I'm a soldier. <laughs> um, okay, Wendy Williams' uh, biopic on Lifetime. Um, I did not watch it. So, you know, but blessed. I think that's dope. I mean, you know, she's she's still working. Usually that happens when you're like done, retired, maybe even gone to have to have a biopic. Like, why you still in your prime is, is really dope. I'm here for it. Yeah, well, I watched it and I was having nightmares about Kevin. <laughs> Like her husband. <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right, y'all. 
It's time for the group um, chat. Okay. <laughs> so just jumping into our group chat, uh, we welcome you to our group chat. We just talk about all things, you know, that we would talk about. And we recently got Botox and filler for the first time. Oh. I saw on your post, on your Instagram, that you close your gap. Yes. Can you share about that decision-making process? Well, you know, I, I had wanted to close my gap as a child, you know, like it runs on my mom's side. So my mom has it, my grandfather, my aunt, like it runs on her side. And so as a kid, I wanted braces. We just couldn't afford it. You know, I would just wasn't anything. So I just grew into just accepting it. So I was fine with it when I was younger. As you get older though, your gap grows. So, you know, when I was in college, it was like, you know, this big. And as you get an adult, it kind of goes like that. And so it starts to look like really separated to where it's, you know, just a small gap becomes like humongous. So for me, I think over the last two years, it had started to really grow. It was like to like four millimeters at one point. So I was just like, this is getting to, to be like to the point where I don't like my smile because this is not the gap I had two years ago, you know? Mm. So for me, I just initially didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to close it, if I wanted to get a retainer. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't, I was starting not to love how it looked, especially if you film for TV, everything is emphasized. So, you know, like everything is just, you know, a microscope scope on it and it looks a lot larger. So for me, I was just like, this looks crazy on TV. Like, why is it, you know, it doesn't look like this in person. So there was like a lot of struggle with that. But when I went to the dentist and it's like, you know, going to a used like car dealership where they're like, yes, we can get you that. Or we can show you this new Rolls Royce. And, you know, (laughs) you can, all you have to do is an extra hundred dollars a month and we can do this. And so you start to, you know, they gave me um, like a fake, they put an impression in that showed me what it would look like and it would blew me away. And I just really loved my smile. And I just, you know, I got like all my silver fillings out. This is, you know, this is when, you know, you, you, you like really working and getting a coin because you can start right. like, <laughs> designing your mouth, which only took your teeth. Yes. Right. I took all my silver fillings out, got my crowns replaced. Cause you know, this is when I was getting like the dental student work. They was like doing my stuff for free. Cause I couldn't afford anything. So I had all the silver fillings taken out, crowns replaced. And then they were like, you know, we can just close this thing up. And so I was like, okay, let's, let's see what it looks like just to test it. And I loved it. So I decided to to keep it. So yeah, I just, this was actually just done last week. Wow. That's so dope. Did you <laughs> find that people were like, no, don't do it. That's yeah. your thing. And yeah. I think that's such an interesting kind of balance. Cause it's like, who are you to tell me what's my thing? This is yeah. the choice I want to do for me. For sure. Yeah. I did, you know, it was hard. And I, you know, I did talk to like really close friends and family and, you know, what asked what they thought about it, but the people closest to me knew that it was something that I had been kind of up and down about for years and just never really was in the position to do anything about it other than, you know, get like a retainer or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but the, so the people who knew me knew it was something I had been wanting to deal with kind of that outside of that people start messing messaging you and saying like I, I got a lot of messages that were like you're beautiful either way and I was like I know like as, as me me doing right. something doesn't mean I didn't feel beautiful it just meant there was something I wanted to correct but it didn't mean I didn't love myself it just meant that there was something I wanted to improve upon so people all automatically assume you weren't happy with yourself at all or you know like oh this this made you but I think you make you I don't think I don't ever want to be married to one thing you know how like when pink first came out she had to have the pink hair or you know like I don't ever want to be married to one thing where it feels like I can't change it to still be recognized I love that because we 
kind of had a similar situation where we were like, oh yeah, we're going to try this Botox, this filler. And luckily, like, I don't, I don't think we've gotten any like bad reception, but I think there's this assumption that you're like, oh, there's something wrong with me. Right. But you just, it's just a little tweak. It's just a little black women, you know, I think yes. we're not expected to do Botox fillers, which I haven't, I haven't done that yet, but I don't, I'm not opposed to it. You know what I mean? I think if there's something that if it's done well and you can, and you feel good about yourself doing, do, do what you want to do. I think bad stuff looks, isn't the best. Like if you get bad work done, but if you do your research, you know, I think with us, like plastic surgery, Botox, the, you know, even the teeth, because car- people gave Cardi B a hard time when she got her teeth done. It's like, we're not supposed to want those things for ourselves. It's mm. taboo. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's 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 a double standard. Like, you know, we Black women out here, you know, running circles around a lot of people. We should be able to do what we want. Yes. And we went to a Black woman doctor. Oh, I love it. Yes. Do- shout out to Dr. Cash in Houston. Um, uh, so, okay. You have talked about race on E! Nightly Pop. Um, when you were at TMZ, you talked about race on a special you did on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get tired of being like that black voice in these white spaces? Um, yeah. I mean, it gets, it gets exhausting at times. I think anybody could talk about one thing all the time and it's exhausting. And I think, especially when you are the only one in that space, it's kind of like, okay. Um, I do think we've reached a place where a lot of people are like, it's not your job to teach me. So I think that that helps because people are now kind of figuring out, listen, I got to do my own research, my own Googles. I got to figure out my own experiences. And I just tell people like, it's not my job to teach you, but I'm still going to say, you know, how I feel. So at times, you know, when I was younger, um, it definitely was exhausting because I felt like I was in a space where people were playing devil's advocate on purpose. And so, you know, and when you're on TV and you're the only black person there and you understand the game, like you're like, I know this person is saying this in this debate to to get me to respond this way. But it doesn't matter because when when somebody's at home watching, if you decide not to participate in that back and forth, all they see is a black person who didn't speak up. They don't see like, okay, this person is playing in semantics. This person has done this to me five times this week. I'm exhausted. I had a bad night last night. Like, I don't feel like getting to this back and forth. People don't understand that. So you do feel a responsibility if you are on camera and you're Black to, to speak up. Because unfortunately, when you're Black on camera, you you tend to represent all Black people. It's not like that for your white counterparts. Nobody really looks at Katie Couric and says, well, she represents all white people. She represents Katie. But Oprah would represent all Black people. So it's like, you know, when you're Black, you're on camera, you're especially in the mainstream space, you definitely, uh, you know, have to find ways to find your peace because you really are, you know, on guard quite often. Yeah, it's almost like this responsibility. I was watching um, an interview with Daniel Kaluuya. And as we know, he just recently put out the Fred Hampton movie. And people were like, well, you don't you said in another interview that you don't want to talk about race. Um, And he he expressed how exhausting it can be, but he recognizes it's kind of like a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I was watching um, the Daily Pop earlier today, um, and Justin Sylvester was on with a few other people. I'm not sure who the other women, I think Roxy Diaz was on there, though, and someone else. They were talking about the um, the apology that Rachel Kirk something from The Bachelor put out, <laughs> <laughs> and one of, and the, one of the, this white woman on the panel asked him, like, so what did you think about her apology? And he was like, what did you think about it? And mm-hmm. I thought it was like such a beautiful moment. Yeah. <laughs> watching turn that back around on her. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that just often happens like, oh, this is the black voice in the room. Let's have him speak on it. You know? Right. Right. And then sometimes yeah. it's important to hear what 
you know, your white allies think about it um, because, you know, it's important that they do cultivate an opinion. I think a lot of times it's like, okay, I don't, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but sometimes it's important to get your hands dirty and, and, and it's okay to, I think, have some missteps while you figure out what was the right thing to say. Like sometimes you may not say the wrong thing or the right thing, but it's, it's important to say something. So I do think it's, you know, I, I try to empower the people around me and, you know, I have several white friends who I'm like, you gotta, you gotta say something, you gotta speak up because you're, you're going to be in rooms where I'm not going to be in, where people are going to be making comments and, and you've got to be able to stand your ground and not just let it, let it slide. Because to me, silence is just um, not an option these days. 100%. Yeah. I love that. And also to your point, like then it doesn't always have to fall on the black person or the person of color to address these issues. Like we should be able to have the discourse. And I think people are slowly acclimating to that. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, we've been yelling in an empty room for a really long time, you know, so I'm glad people are finally cracking the door and like listening at least. But, you know, I think for, especially as black women, we, the things that are coming out right now, we've been talking about for, for many, many years amongst ourselves and, and trying to bring people in on the conversation and they just weren't willing participants. So, you know, now it seems like people are in more of a space to hear and to listen. So, I mean, that's progress, although it, you know, it's incredibly late. Yeah. Yes. Something a little lighter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause you're so, you're such a, like a likable personality and I think it probably has to do with your sign. You're a Libra, correct? I'm a Libra, yes. <laughs> okay, I, I love Libras. Um, what do you love about being a Libra? I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like Libras get along with mainly everybody. Um, you know, Libras are, are really, really concerned with like justice, you know, like what's fair, like this is not right. This is not fair. So it kind of makes you, you know, an advocate in a lot of ways for different things. Um, you know, we're, we're, we are crazy indecisive, but also like super creative. So, you know, it's, it's nice. Like when you see other celebs and you're like, I knew Cardi B was a Libra, you know, like, it's like you, you kind of vibe that way. And I'm on the last day. So I have a little, I have a little Scorpio tendency in me because I'm on the 22nd mm, girl <laughs> oh my attitude is Scorpio but you know <laughs> but you know I'm, I love my Libras yeah shout out to the Libras <laughs> um I was also talking to my sister who's in her 40s um she's going back to school and I saw this quote from you about how it's never too late to pursue your dreams um can you tell us like why you believe in that or what advice do you have for someone who wants to pursue their dreams at a later time? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big advocate of, uh, you know, not allowing circumstances to uh, decide your future. Like, I'm not a big, you know, believer of like, well, I live here, so I can't do it. Or, you know, I have this mm-hmm. situation. I'm like, no, 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 you gonna, we gonna figure this out. So, you know, I got a late start in, in entertainment as far as not late, but later than what you would expect. I mean, I didn't move to LA until I was 27 years old. So, you know, I moved to LA when I was 27. I had been out of school for quite some time. I'd had a regular job for four years working at a call center. Like I had completely dropped out of entertainment and then just decided to move to LA and make it happen and start from the ground up. And, you know, it really paid off for me just taking that risk and just really having that big leap of faith in God. So for me, you know, when I see people saying like, well, this, you know, this, I can't do it because I'm too old or, you know, I'm just like, no, 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 you, 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 you can do this. And there's really, we think there's an age limit, but there really isn't. There's really no ceiling on that kind of thing, especially when you really do have a gift. Yes, ma'am. Well, Nina, thank you so much for joining the group chat. 
Um, can you tell our listeners where to find you um, and where they can check you out on, on E? Yes. So you <laughs> yes. can see me on E on Nightly Pop uh, every night from Monday through Thursday uh, at 1130. Um, and you can also follow me on all of my social media. So it's MZ Gossip Girl, Miss Gossip Girl. That's pretty much it across the board. Instagram, Twitter is the same thing. Um, and, you know, you can tweet me at me. I interact. <laughs> do you have anything you're working on that's coming up that's top secret? You can spill on the group <laughs> chat. Yes. Give us an exclusive. I, I can't say what it is, but there's some, some, some stuff I'm working on. Um, and, you know, of course, award season is coming out. So, uh, you know, have some some custom outfits for the red carpet for Golden Globes and Grammys and Oscars and all that fun stuff. So, uh, you know, just stay tuned to the socials for all the, you know, yes. fun and out. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Come on, custom. <laughs> well, thank you, Nina. You're always welcome to our group chat. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll be back soon. Thank you guys yes, for having please. me. Yes, please. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You guys, it was so great talking to you. Yes. What would you do? So for what would you do this week? We got a DM and it says, My friend is going to break up with her man. The problem is at this point, I'm very close to to her man too. He's basically like my bro. When she breaks up with him, am I not allowed to be friends with him? Slash, I kind of feel weird that she's about to break up with him. Like I should warn him or something. I don't know. I'm just very confused because I have love for both of them. They're both basically my best friends. What would you do? Yikes. I'm assuming, though, that she's been friends with her girlfriend longer than this dude. Yeah, that's what it seems like. But it seems like, you know, length of friendship is something. But she's also developed a close friendship with the guy, too. Totally. I'm just saying that because I'm sure, depending on how the girl in the relationship is going to move, she might be like, well, like, we came into this thing first. Like, you're my oldest friend. Like, why, why are you, like trying to hold on to this new friend with this new guy like you know rose before hose type vibe but if this dude and you have formed a, a, a serious friendship and you're saying he's like a brother to you you shouldn't have to lose that friendship because their relationship is ending it's gonna get it could get complicated it could get messy it could get a little annoying especially if their breakup is not a cute one um but i don't think you need to be warning homeboy don't get in the mix yeah, I agree. Don't warn him. That's not your business. Um, but ooh, I don't know. This is tough. Because I'm like, I was going to say this is why you don't get close to your friends, people. But then I'm like, but I do. I don't know. Good luck, girl. <laughs> I really have no advice besides um, maybe talk to your friend, your older the girlfriend, and let her know that you know, how she feels about this. You have developed a relationship. Hopefully she's mature enough to be like, girl, I don't care. That's fine. And it's like not a big deal, but at least you respected her enough to have the conversation. Um, But yeah, don't warn him. I agree on all that was said. And uh, I have no idea what I would do here. I think Chelsea's advice is the best. Talk to your friend and just be like, you're putting me, you know, Oh, I feel like you don't want to be like, you're putting me in a hard situation because old girl is going through a whole breakup, but just like express how you feel, be honest, be transparent. And um, yeah, best of luck. Mm, yeah, that is not a predicament I, I envy whatsoever. 
I've never had one of those. So Mm -mm. very blessed. Sorry, sis. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, that that left us speechless. But tell (laughs) Pinky, tell the people what they need to do. So email us your what would you do is at hello at blackgirlstexting.com. DM us at blackgirlstexting on Instagram. And, you know, if you like Twitter, you can even tweet us. Uh, What's the Twitter name? We don't use it that much, but you can even tweet us. So auntie, so you can tweet us. Oh, what's the Twitter name? Hold on. So she scrolls to her phone. Okay, sorry. The Twitter name is Black Girls Text One, like the letter. I mean, like the number one. Black Girls Texting was taken. So I don't know how Twitter works. So let's tweet that person who has Black Girls Texting and make them give us. So guys, it's actually us. We had a Twitter, but I think we got like locked out of the account. You lying. Like, the kid and, <laughs> and then we had to make another one. What? <laughs> wow. Maybe somebody has any higher ups at Twitter. <laughs> Give us our, our account OG back. Account. <laughs> well, yeah, tweet us. We don't really know how to use it that well, but, you know, we, we can learn if you guys are interested in that. So, yeah. And don't forget to rate and subscribe and review and share and all of the things. We are now over 10K on Instagram. So shout out to y'all for making that happen. And have a great week. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting, and we'll see you next week. Bye.